I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, and welcome to the Self Care Matters podcast. This episode is brought to you by Helene Veridia Life Coaching. This week, we're going to talk about setting boundaries, and this goes into your work life, friends, relationships, just your everyday life to set boundaries to make sure that you are staying on track. Yeah, and setting boundaries is so important in order to make sure you're going first in your life or you're still coming first, and you're not putting everyone else's needs above your needs, which isn't to say like we're just selfish people who do only everything for ourselves, but that we really think about the things we're asked to do in our work life, personal life, and friendships, and relationships to make sure it's really exactly what we should be doing with that time. Especially because I feel like for me, I'm a yes person. I'll say yes to you for everything, as long as it works within my schedule and I can do it. But I feel like it's, I got to that point where I was like, all right, you're saying yes to everybody. It can get really taxing on yourself. Like, right, if you're constantly (laughs) saying yes and then you're go, 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 And then you realize you don't have time to do anything you wanted to do because you're doing what everyone else wanted you to do. You know, it's time to really take that step back and think about the boundaries that you want to create in your life. What are your go-to yeses? And then what just sometimes do you have to break down and say no, which none of us like to do. Yeah, I struggle with boundaries so much and I'm still learning a lot. And I'm sure this podcast episode will help me. But I feel like work used to be something I always said yes to. You know, can you pick up my shift? Can you cover this? Can you do that? And it was like, okay, yeah, sure. Because I felt like I needed to go save the day. I needed to be the solution to everyone's problems. But on top of my own schedule, it really burnt me out so bad. Like you were talking about, I mean, go, go, go. And then you add extra stuff on your plate and it just drains you. Yeah, definitely. It can really take its toll to be that yes person or that person who won't say no. Cause you don't want that fear of like disappointing somebody or they're going to go to somebody else and like that person better. I know that was like a big, you know, really early on in my career and even like relationships and friendships. You didn't want them to say, like, if you said no to a friend, you didn't want them to ask another friend because what if then they like that friend better? But you slowly just had to learn that like, 
oh well they did that with that person this time and they'll do something with me again or you can be the one to ask next time. Yeah. So I feel like a time where it's okay to say yes is like the other day I was doing nothing. It was just, you know, it was a rest day and, and someone texted me asking me to help them out with a favor and I wasn't doing anything. It only took me a little bit so I was like sure of course I'll help you out. But then I was also asked to do something else in the same week that was a bit bigger of a task and I know with my work schedule it would have just been way too much so I had to say no to that person and it caused me so much anxiety because growing up a people pleaser growing up someone that never wants to disappoint anyone it made me so anxious and I felt so guilty and it took me probably I'd say almost an hour just to talk myself out of it like it's okay you know you don't have to solve everyone's problem you don't have to run to the rescue so I feel like when you're learning which is the position I'm in right now how to set boundaries it causes a lot of emotions you know if I said yes I would have been stressed out probably all week really anxious overwhelmed but even still when I said no you know there was still that time period of feeling guilty and anxious still yeah and it definitely is a learned behavior Mm -hmm. so like for me this is going back to 2020 I was constantly working always at work always said yes to everything they needed and I got to the point where like I felt drained so I pulled my boss to the side and I said hey listen like I'm not for sure what's going on but like I can't keep going like I'm not I don't even feel like I have anything left in me she looked at me and she goes Jacari you can't keep saying yes to everything and I felt like that conversation that I had with her kind of made me like relook at everything like say to myself like okay like what can I take on what can I do I stepped back I took a month vacation and that month vacation completely changed my focus and my mind and just everything of what I wanted to do and for that conversation to happen it made my life I feel like put the pieces together right like Like everything fell into place after that moment which is giving yourself that permission to let go of the guilt of saying no I think is a big deal like saying somebody else is going to do it for that person and it's going to be okay very few times we're asked to do something in life that is life or death, right? Like when you're yeah. asked to do a favor by a friend, family, coworker, boss, or whatever, very few times in your life is it an emergency favor. And those emergency favors are when you say yes, obviously. Like something major happens in life, you know, you take on that responsibility, you take on that emergency situation. That's what being there for people. But there's a difference between being there for everybody and saying yes to everybody for every little thing they want from you. So it's permission just to say that doesn't fit into the plan I had for today. Mm -hmm. And it's just not something that I mentally, physically, emotionally can take on right now. And it takes a long time to tell yourself that. And I still feel guilt when I say no to things. And I'll, that's when, you know, my significant other comes in time, big time, because I'll say like, maybe I should just say yes. And then you have that conversation and he's like, no. He's like, we have this, this, this to do. And then if you don't do those things, you're going to be stressed out all week around the house. So you need that time and you need to say no. Yeah. I mean, like I said before with my boyfriend, he's kind of like my venting session person. And especially because I've struggled with boundaries so much, as soon as something happens, 
you know, he can see it immediately, the change in the way I'm acting. And he, he just talks me down from it every time. Like, nope, it's okay. This is not on you. This is not your problem. It's really not that big of a deal, which he puts it a lot nicer than that. But yeah, if I didn't have him, I'd be a walking mess. I have to say, for me, it's my mom. My mom, for everything, is like, she looks at me. I'll tell her, like, oh, I was asked to do this, or I was asked to go and do this. And my mom is like, she'll look at me, and she's like, but do you have the time? Is that what's going to make you happy? Is like she'll ask me before I even say yes That's to like awesome. make sure that like it's something that I want to do because once that day comes she knows that she's gonna hear about it she knows that I'm gonna text her and be like why did I do this why did I sign up for it why did I take the extra shift like the little things once that day comes you're like geez like I don't have time for all of these things so it's like to have my mom there to be like listen like it's either a yes or a no and right now it's a no because you can't for her to tell me that it's okay yeah like it's it again, makes me feel better well, she gives you permission to say no which it is makes me awesome feel so much have. better to even say no because like you said having that anxiety somebody will text me and ask me to do something and I'll take quite some time to reply because that anxiety is eating me alive Nicole not just because she ignores text messages 24 <laughs> 7 She's really thinking about how to answer us. Yeah. I'm glad <laughs> Whoops. You- <laughs> yeah, now that you brought up your mom. So when these things happen, a lot of times I'm either with, you know, he can see the change in me. But then with my mom, we think the exact same. We're pretty much the same person. So my way of getting through a situation is talking through it. So first, usually it's just there and, you know, it just comes out. This is what happens. And then I'll go to my mom like okay this happened and we think the exact same and she'll help you think through it yeah and then lastly i go to my dad because he literally gives zero fucks so he's like that last can i leave that in okay he is like that last (laughs) gonna tell you exactly how it is and give you just that last boost of like confidence like you made the right decision it was too much for your plate okay go on with your day Right. So I definitely agree. I have my mom big time. Like, and I go to my mom when it's something that like, okay, when I want a little bit more of a gentler approach, because you guys knowing my husband, he is exactly like your dad, Nicole, like where it is just like, tell him to go F off. And I'm like, well, I can't text that back, but I have to put it a little nicer. And like, so I'll sometimes go to my mom and just she's that same way like you have this going on you have this going on like you know you have the kids and like with me I get a lot of that kid guilt like if I say yes to extra work projects I know that also means coming home to extra game time extra snuggle time like and all of that so I always have to weigh like to do this extra thing do I also have to have that extra time to give back to my kids and to my family you know because they're they're very understanding of my schedule but they are kids. They're not always that understanding of my schedule. So my mom is pretty much great at reminding me of that. Like you have the kids, you have this going on. Like, do you really need? Her big thing is to say to me, like, do you need to do that? And I'll just like look at her and it's something about that change in work. Like, do you need to do it? And I'm like, well, not really. Like somebody else will. And she's like, then let them do it. Yeah. So she gives me that permission. And then I definitely go to my husband where he's just, you know, outright like, just say no, they've asked you for too many things, you know, or whatever the case may be with friendships. He's great at it with friends, you know, and I've lost a lot of friends over the years to just not having those boundaries and having that time for them. But then the ones I do have now really respect like my boundaries and friendship. I feel the same way that Nicole, it all comes out to my boyfriend. It's like word vomit as 
soon as I get out, like letting everything out. And then you go to your mom, you talk about it, and then you go to your dad. And like you said, my dad, I feel like is one of like the rawest people like ever. Like he's like, this is what it is and that's it. Yeah, my dad's always the last person I, I go to for conversation because I feel like he has been in that mindset of fuck it all. It is what it is. I'm going to do what I want to make me happy. Do you guys ever feel like you go to the person you know is going to give you the answer you truly want in your heart? Yes, Yes. absolutely. Right? Like, you you know who to ask to get the answer you want. Like, you know who's going to tough love you. You know who's going to coddle you. So I always feel like if I truly want the truth, like, what should I do? How should I approach this boundary setting situation? I know who to ask. You know, you have to know your people and your tribe and your you know friends family and your support system like who tells it like it is and who's gonna maybe be too close to the way you think about things to right. really help you out yeah like who we all have those people right like i could yeah. probably make a list and be like well first i'd go to this person if maybe i'm on the fence but if i'm not on the fence i'm gonna go right to my husband and he's gonna tell me like no you don't right. need to add it don't do it right mm-hmm. What's one of the biggest lessons you guys have learned, like, since setting boundaries? Because, Shakira, I know, like, you set big-time boundaries, like, with work, and I've set them, like, you know, with work and relationships. So what's, like, your biggest lesson or even tip to boundary setting? And why has that, like, changed your self-care? Because self-care being that relaxation time and your me time. So when I started setting boundaries, it kind of made it a lot clearer to me when people say, your job will replace you if you can't or whatever what's the quote your job will replace you that's no there's no like, there's like a weird yeah i know what she's trying to say and i don't so what that i feel like that quote stuck out to me because in all reality yes i was doing everything and i was the person that they were going to but there were so many other people in the building but because i was always that yes girl and that yes person they'd come to me first right because they know you're not going to say no Right. And I was in very much, like, similar situations at work where, like, they knew you were the person who was going to be like, sure, I'll do it. Yep, I'll just do it. And in the beginning, it it was great. I loved it. I I absolutely still love teaching. It's still one of my favorite things. That's why I didn't fully stop teaching, and I still am there one day. But now that I've set those boundaries, I feel like it's a different atmosphere for me walking in. I'm not walking in with so much weight on my shoulders. I'm not walking in feeling like I have to go back into this place and I have to like do this and I have to do that. And I just feel a lot more clear headed setting these boundaries for myself. Yeah. And it takes away that stress. It takes away some of the anxiety of, you know, I'm putting everyone else first and I'm forgetting about me. And then that's when I really had to like take that step back and be like, okay, I'm going to burn myself out if I keep saying yes to everybody for everything. When I look back, I was working nine to nine at least two to three times a week, which I know obviously a lot of people work nine to nine. It's job hours for nurses and other people. But when you're teaching and you're talking and you are around so many different personalities. And you were new at that. it. So like for you, a lot of it was prep. That like, I was, at that point, I was at least a year and a half. Okay. A year and a half in. So I wasn't like too new, but I was still just being there for at least that many hours a week and just constantly always seeing that building and yeah. not doing anything else or not seeing anything else. I think that's what made me feel like what am I, I doing with my you're life very I was different. you're very like I, I obviously I've known Jakira and I knew Jakira a lot like through all of that and we were together and 
you just started to become very like a shell almost of yeah. just the personality that I was like had learned to just expect from Shakira over the years and like from seeing you from teenager to college life or you know post high school yep. life to this it was like you weren't that fun personality that spunky you know person that you normally were right and then it was like all of a sudden that light bulb switched and it was like she was back that that month vacation that I took December 2020 I'm telling you if you are ever in a rut and you can afford to take a month vacation leave the state and take it it was the best thing I could have ever done. It was, that's where I found, I feel like I found myself. That's where I sat down. I looked at my parents and I said, I think it's time I'm going to open my business. I think it's time I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to do things for myself. I looked at my parents before I even left vacation and told them that I was, was going to step back after the class that I was teaching and everything because I just knew from that point that I couldn't keep living without setting these boundaries. So I remember when you came back like counting the days down till you were done teaching full-time and it yeah. was like little by little like you could just see the stress yeah leave your body and you knew you were in that stressful situation yep yeah what about you nicole what have we learned about boundary setting because nicole is very new at this um so for me one job i had I actually, it was terrible. It was just not the right job for me. I would cry during my lunch breaks, thinking about having to go back. One time, a situation happened that was so bad, I had an anxiety attack in the parking lot. And being the person that I am, I was always like, no, you can't quit. And then on top of it, other people were asking me to cover their shifts. And I had to learn that it was okay to not only say no to those people, but to actually leave the job because I was so miserable. It was so bad for my mental health. And once I found a job that I did like and I was setting, well, learning how to set boundaries, I learned that I had a lot more time for myself because as it is, I go, go, go. And now when I did have a chance to breathe, I could focus on myself and it's definitely improved a lot with my mood and my mental health. So have you guys ever been in a situation where being that yes person has actually come back and become a negative thing? Definitely. And I think most people have been there like somehow, whether it be in a relationship, a family situation, or even that work situation. I know I've been in work situations where I've like helped somebody out to cover stuff and like somehow somebody didn't like the way I did it. And you're thinking in your head, like, I gave up my time. I gave up my family time. I gave you my energy and I gave you me for that amount of time. And you weren't happy with it because it wasn't exactly the way you do it when you're here. And I had to learn to literally just say, I'm not that person. Right. So yeah, if you don't like people. who I am and like the way I'm going to do something then please stop asking me or I had to start saying no a lot of times because I would find I'd say yes and I'd feel great and I'd come home from saying yes and I was like, woo, it was fine, like everything went great and then it seemed like the next day would just become a stress roller coaster yep. of like, I heard this happened and why did this happen this way and this happened this way and I was like, whoa, I did a favor. And I thought everything went fine and when like, I walked nothing out. nothing seemed fine and then you all kind of went above my head that's a big thing with like you know boundary setting too is like those people above you don't have boundaries like you went above my head and now i'm kind of getting yelled at because i did you a favor oh my god that's like 
I've had plenty of those days where you leave work and you're like, wow, what a great time. And then you get like the text or like the next day talk <laughs> and they're like, um, what happened? And I'm like, did I miss something? Right. Like you're yep. totally blindsided sometimes because people like act like everything was great and like, you know, and then the next thing you know, you're like, okay, I'm in major trouble and I could have been home playing Candyland with my kids and instead I gave you that time and I gave you that part of me because I look at my time now as it's all a little piece of me. So if I'm giving you that piece of me and you're not giving me any respect, if you're not giving me anything back and you're never giving me a piece of you and that was a little bit thing too I had to learn like especially in work situations It was like, give, 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 give. Hey, I need this. And all of a sudden it was like crickets. And you're like, well, wait a second. Like I've given you. Yeah. And I know it's not always about keeping score, but there is a little bit of a give and take, especially in the relationships and the work relationships too, where it can't be all one-sided. And that's where it was like, well, then I'm just going to start saying no to things. And I noticed a huge shift in how I approached work. Yeah. I do feel like my my time, I feel like since everything is, my pieces have come together. Right. I feel like my time has become a piece of me. And if I give you that time, like, I need, I need something back and in exchange. I need, like, not even, it could be the nicest, like, thank you so much. I appreciate it. At, a like, text. Yes. Yeah. Um, it can be the smallest thing. I like that. Thing. Like, I'm pretty simple. Like, the I do something I don't... for you. You send back thank you with, like, a smiley emoji. And yep. I'm like, wow, it really did matter. Yeah. But, like, I do something for you and I get back, like, I heard this, 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 and this went wrong. And you're like, well, you're welcome. You know, and instead yeah. of a thank you, you're getting kind of, like, a lot of complaints. So, yep. like, I've learned big time just not to give that because it's not worth the way I'm going to feel the next day. Yeah. yeah. I feel like everyone, you know, needs a favor now and then. And if you're constantly helping those people out and they're never there to help you out, why would you keep saying yes? Right. There's no point. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a big one with family. Like anyone Absolutely. ever been in that family situation where it was 100% one way and like the minute you needed something, it was kind of just like, Oh, sorry, can't. Can't do that. Or it's, like, done with a hassle and an attitude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, we've been in the family situation, like, not with my side of the family because they listen. No, it really isn't, but (laughs) just in case. But, no, like, with other sides of the family that are no longer in the picture where it was 100%, like, we need you to do. And there'd be, like, a list. Yeah. And then I'd be, like, okay, is there any chance you can, like, take the kids because I have this, this, and this? And you'd get, like, the... Well, we can, but, and it was like always just the strangest like reasons or at that last minute, the backing out and like everything. But then when they wanted something, you were their first phone call. Yep. Same thing with friends. Oh, exactly. Same exact thing thing with friends, friends, if not worse. Yes. Absolutely. I don't have any friends to elaborate because I don't have any, but... Tree, you have can, me and Nicole. You can definitely keep that in there too. If you, you like. I'm the same way. I'm down to like, okay, including you and Jackie, maybe <laughs> maybe four or five. Five like, literally it. literally my the one friend that I do that I do have that's here because my other one's deployed right now. I texted her in January and I was like, Yeah, let's plan a weekend. Blah blah blah. We've been trying to plan a weekend since January. And it's like 
none of our weekends meet to do that. So I'm kind of to the point where I have like, if you don't come to the gym to work out, <laughs> the boundaries with my I friends. I probably don't see you very much as a friend. I have my one great friend, <laughs> Lindsay, and like what I love about our friendship is our boundaries mm-hmm. and our like just. I almost want to say, like, our friendship agreement, right? Yeah. She is that friend that, like, I can forget to text for three weeks. And, like, then she can forget to text me for a while. And it's, like, okay with us. So I think that's why our friendship works so well. Because we both have such an understanding of what the other one has going on. That it doesn't play into that. Like, you're never there for me. You forgot about me. You didn't message me this. Put it this way, I missed her wedding because my littlest was in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And, like, I had friends that I missed things because my kid was in the hospital who got mad. Jesus. Like, I didn't see things going on in their life during that time or when my daughter was in the hospital. And they got, like, mad at me. And that's where my boundaries were kind of crossed. Because that should be a time where your friend should be there for you. Right. And you you shouldn't have to worry about being there for anyone else. That's a selfish time right there. Like, you be there for me and I'll pay you back someday. Yeah, that event probably showed you a lot exactly who people were. Um, that's, yeah. yeah. So, five years ago when Connor got sick, I would say it opened my eyes to people more than I ever thought possible. Um, and I thought I had seen it all, like, when Kyle got sick, which will be 11 years this week, I really thought that was kind of that moment for me. And it really wasn't. It was having a sick kid that like made me go like, wow. And I saw a lot of it 11 years ago with him, like who really means, you know, the people who always say like, you need anything call. Mm -hmm. Like there's the people who say that. And then there was the people who didn't even wait for the call. There was the people who showed up and were just like, I don't even care if you ask me for anything right now. What can I do? Yeah. Right. And it was the same thing with him. And I remember a conversation with a former friend who I missed something that they had like done during the time Connor was in the NICU. And they were like, I was a little disappointed that you didn't even acknowledge it. And I was like, okay, well, I was a little busy. Right. And then I had Lindsay who, I mean, I missed her wedding and literally sent me a text like the day of her wedding to ask how he was doing. And that's when you know you have the friendship a, boundaries, yeah. that it's at that perfect level of give and take. Yep. And I think it's that with family and friends. Yeah. I've I've even had friends where, like you said, me and my best friend have an understanding. I'll text you when I text you, you know, but if, if she needed anything, you know, I'd drop absolutely everything to help her out. And then I had those other friends... Where if you didn't talk every day, it's like, oh, I don't know what happened. Why are you mad at me? You know, I like, why aren't we friends anymore? I'm like, nothing happened. I just, I, I hate is a very strong word. <laughs> dislike. <laughs> I guess we can say I dislike them, but I, I hate when people say that. Yeah. I absolutely hate it. We each have our own life. We oh, we live our own life. Yeah. I, I can't pick up my phone to text you and ask you right. what. I don't. I don't want to know what you're doing every day of your life. Right, let's second. pick back up and let's have exactly. this conversation and, and the, let's let it all out. That's the boundaries I think we have to set with ourselves with friends, but it's hard to find the friends who understand your level of those boundaries. Like for me, I don't even know if I ever really set that boundary, but my friend that I've had for the last 13 years, 
knows exactly how I am. Like, if I don't reply one day, she's like, listen, I get it. She's in her own mm-hmm. world. She has things going on. She'll reply to me when she can. And if I don't reply to her in the next few days, or, like, if it's longer than that, she might pop up at my house and ask me if I'm okay and make sure everything's good. But that's just how our friendship is. Like, I don't always text her back, but, like, it's it's fine when we meet in right. the next right. month. And or- I think you learn a lot about boundaries when you leave high school or college Absolutely. because yeah. you have those boundaries with your friends that they're there all the time for everything that you yep. do. They know everything. I mean, you have a dance Friday night. You have this, this. All of your events coincide with your friends' co- like events because you're in the same environment. So I think, like, the older you get or, like, the more away from those situations you get, the more you see what friends don't have boundaries and which ones don't respect yours. Yeah. Like, there are just times where I don't want to be super friendly with my friends and it's okay and I have that group of friends that understands that and it's the same thing with coworkers or even like family members or whatever you have to just set for yourself like this is what I'm willing to give you of me and that's what boundary setting is it's just saying this is as much of me as I can give you right now for my own mental sanity my emotional strength like whatever I have going on this is what I can give you oh yeah my best friend texted me this um, past week and was like, hey, having a really hard time this week, you know, can we can we talk on the phone later? And uh, my answer was literally, of course. You know, we talked for probably an hour, probably longer than that. And then I was just like, okay, are you all right? She's like, yep. I was like, okay, because I got to go. This has been <laughs> a lot for me. I love her and everything, but, but it's after just what you had to give. Yeah, yeah, I only had an hour on the phone to give myself, and then honestly, I went to bed. I was exhausted. But I think it's ideal to surround yourself with a work relationship, personal relationships, and friendships that support that mentality. You know, when you're surrounded by the wrong people, it, it brings, brings you that, down. Yeah, like it just brings you to that guilt. Like, you have a friendship without the guilt, which means you guys have established boundaries, and they don't have to be verbal, but you've established boundaries in your friendship. You've established, this is what I'm willing to give you of me. This is what I need from you. And it's that just understated, underspoken, like, just this is what I have to give. And that's what boundary setting, like, what I've learned boundary setting is all about. This is as much of me as I'm willing to give. This is that piece of me that you can have right now. Now, what about, so I have a friend that is always like, oh, you never talk to me anymore. We never hang out. And my thought is, okay, well, maybe I just don't have the time this week or for the past two weeks. But also, it's it's, a two-way street. You could text me. But it's also not even that. There's some times where, like, I won't reach out to somebody because they're in that negative space and their negativity oh, is coming yep. off onto me and I'm like I you're in a negative space that nobody can fix like it's it's you right and I can't fix it and you're not bringing me down because I'm I'm a okay right now like I can't surround myself with it because you're only going to take me down with you right so that's your boundaries and that's actually your form of self-care right there yeah. to say like it's not what I need right now yep to surround myself with and yep. it's just what you need to do for yourself at that time and I've had that too where you just have those people that 
every time you have a conversation with them, it it's goes something negative. This is wrong, and mouth. this is wrong, and this isn't going right, and work sucks, and this sucks, and this, and you're just like, whoa, that's a lot of just coming at me, and, and I'm I can't do that. And that's how I felt in 2020. That's the person that I felt I was. All right. So obviously this weekend, me and Jackie had a meeting. Something she brought up was that sometimes it doesn't look like we're working because of the type of work we do. So with Christian, sometimes I'll be working and he starts talking to me. And it's like, to me, I know I'm working. So I just assume that he knows I'm working. And when he doesn't stop talking to me, I almost, like, lash out at him. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm working right now. So that's definitely one boundary we've had to work together on because not only am I working, but he doesn't fully understand it, like you were saying. Right, we were talking about how the other day we were watching TikTok. Yep. But we were working. We were looking at kind of just some things that were out there and what style of different things we wanted to use for different ideas that we had and I was telling her it's the same thing with the kids where sometimes I'm on my phone and it doesn't look like I'm working yeah and I'll have to say like I get that this looks different yeah I get that I'm not the mommy who gets up in the morning goes to a place or like dad who goes to the hospital and does his work but this technically is us working and even Saturday we were at my house and like we were filming a bunch of TikToks coming out and it probably didn't look like we were working very hard, but we really <laughs> were. And that can be hard for your significant other or family to really grasp when you're like doing a different type of work. So another uh, boundary, this is more on Christian's part, is obviously since we're talking about boundaries, I tend to sign myself up for a lot of things. And one thing I help out a lot with is dog sitting for my family members. And I've definitely stepped back a lot from that. my job sitting? No. (laughs) Nope. Um, (laughs) I've definitely stepped back a lot from that because it is just too much with all my work, you know, taking care of dogs, staying at someone else's house. But besides the point, one boundary Christian has set is he will not stay at the person's house with me, no matter who I'm dog sitting. And I have a really hard time with that because my thought is I'm in this person's house by myself. Why wouldn't you want to be there with me? You know, make sure I'm safe. God forbid someone broke in. I'm in an unfamiliar, not my own house. And he, like the last time he said to me, he was like, you signed up for this. I didn't. I set this boundary you know, I don't want to stay at someone else's house. You signed up to dog sit. I didn't. And when he said I set this boundary, I was like, holy crap. Like, you're right. Like, I'm totally being disrespectful of that. Right, like, it's my I, job to do this, not your job. Yeah. Literally had the same conversation. Yeah. I had the same conversation. The first time I started dog sitting, I asked, I was like, you want to come with me? And he was like, no, I don't. And I'm like, but Why? Like, I don't want to be there by myself. I don't know where I am. Nobody is around me. I can't call somebody that would be like, okay, I'm on my way in five minutes. Like, Right, they don't know where you are. They don't, right. And he said no, and I, ever since then, it's, for the, I've dog sat for the same family for the last four years, maybe, maybe longer. Hasn't stayed with me once. Once. He hasn't come, he hasn't been to their house. He doesn't know what, like, he knows what obviously their dogs look like from pictures and stuff, but like, 
nothing. Yeah, and I always took it as, like, you don't want to protect me? Like, right. what kind you're of taking, man are you? Right. You're taking it as, like, he doesn't want to be with, like, right, around but, you. Right. Right, but Because really. I'm not going to lie, like, you know I wouldn't probably be alone. But in all reality, <laughs> it's just they're not comfortable. It's just not yeah. their place. Being in somebody else's yeah, house. Yeah, that's yeah. 100%. Yeah, I'm, I don't even feel comfortable right oh I think it's probably weird I mean I'm never even great at like I was not the best like at babysitting even like the kids would go to sleep and you like be sitting on someone's couch and going like all right what am I supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. so I understand that like I've never really I've never dog sit I'm the one who usually needs the dog sitter (laughs) and the cat sitter Um, but in general I think having that that you signed up for it you know it's you we've had the conversation when it comes to my jobs being, you know, not your traditional jobs that sometimes like I've asked for him to kind of be more involved than he should have to be, even though it's my work. And he's never really said no, which is just his personality. It's not even like his boundary setting, but I know other people in the same work have had that issue. You know what I mean? Where they've asked their significant other to really be a part of whatever it is we're doing. And they're like, I don't understand why mine doesn't want to be a part of it and yours does. And I think it just has to do with your personality and the boundaries you have in your relationship. We happen to at this stage of our relationship, like he just knows the way I am. So we don't have a lot of those boundaries. We have the work from home boundary. And I was telling Nicole a little bit about that, that it took us a while to get that. Like if I'm, I get it, like I'm sitting at the kitchen table on my computer, on my phone, and it it probably doesn't look like I'm technically doing a lot, but you can't keep talking to me. You yeah, know, right. we've had to lay down the whole, like, I have to work around chaos. I know I should probably work alone in a room of quiet, but I work better around the chaos of my house. But then again, I need you guys to ignore me in the middle of the chaos of the house and let me do my work. And yeah, that's right. been a big boundary with the kids and you know, with Kyle of, yes, I'm here, but I'm working. And that's a big one to set in your relationship. You know, how much do you want your significant other to work? How much? And it's not a controlling thing because I've had people say that to me before. Like, well, I don't want to be controlled by anyone. And I don't see it as them controlling how much they want you to work or how much friend time they want you to have. I see it as them telling you how much of the puzzle they need of you. Like, I need this many pieces of you. And if you keep giving away all your pieces... There's none left for me. Yeah, a lot of time with Christian, I work during the day. So when I come home, I'm doing my other job stuff. And a lot of the time when we hang out, it's literally me working and he's sitting next to me mm-hmm. watching a show or watching a movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes, we're still together. But because sometimes I overload my plate, he's not getting time he needs from me right like he's not getting the little pieces of you that he requires in your relationship so that's where that boundary setting is going to like save your pieces so if you think about yourself like as a puzzle Mm -hmm. you only have so many pieces to your puzzle that is your life and if you keep giving all of the pieces and you don't set those boundaries to save any right we have to give pieces of ourselves to work our relationship our family our kids our you know, pets or whatever else Ourself. you have. Are, and then you, ha- you need some for yourself, right? So if you keep forgetting to say no and hold on to some of those pieces, You're you run out. Any. And that's when like relationships are going to suffer and work is going to suffer. And then inevitably your self-care is going to suffer. Wow. I feel like I just like, you, know, you never saw yourself as a puzzle. 
No, I didn't. Right? Like, if you just no. look at yourself, like, you're a puzzle. Yeah. This whole entire time, I've been talking about putting my pieces together. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. And we hope you learned a little bit about setting boundaries in your life. And we would love to know what stage of boundary setting you are at. Thank you to Helene Rudile Life Coaching for sponsoring this podcast. We'll see you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.